Hey guys, this is Brad from Dallas Geek, and I'm here today with Kim Wilds. And we're here talking about your books. So uh, you were just telling me about your first, you said three books were all uh, about your family and their yes. history? Yes. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. The Ruin and Come Up came about when I was pregnant with my, with my second son. Okay. My grandmother came from California. Okay. And I was living in Texas, and she came to help me out. And since we would sit in the den every day, and of course she watched her stories. And <laughs> when the stories went out, Oprah came on. Well, Oprah was talking about her book that was coming out. And my grandmother said, I have more stuff happen to me than she did. Somebody should write my story. So what that did was my husband set up the computer right next to the little pull-out bed that I laid on and we started writing. Then I got her a tape recorder. And I would sit back there while she was talking and it seemed like that tape recorder unleashed something because she told me things that she had never told anyone else. And after that, she went back home and she would always come visit. But she went back home and I got her own tape recorder and a case of cassettes. So she would fill, fill it up and mail it back to me. Well, in 1997, she tried Okay. But during that, that medium, I went to Louisiana for the first time. Okay. Where my family's from Lake Charles Lafayette and Russo. Sure. And my great grandmother's name still rings there, like Church House Bell. Oh, wow. And then I found out I was related to everybody because my grandfather and his brothers populated the whole parish. The book starts with my great grandmother. Okay. And she was five feet tall, black as tar, beautiful, with hair down her back. And, um, she was also famous for her straight racer. Really? <laughs> she had a speakeasy in a fast house. She was a very colorful woman. <laughs> sure. My grandmother is lighter than you. Okay. Okay. Because when my great grandmother walked away from the plantation after her parents died from yellow fever, because the overseer kept trying to get in the cabin. She just walked away. She didn't want anything to do with sharecropping in the land. She got a job working in the plantation where it was. She would clean upstairs. She cleaned a little bit more than she should have because she got pregnant by the side. Ah, okay. Of course, when they discovered that she was pregnant, the lady of the house decided they no longer needed her services. And the son was on his way to college, and it was prearranged that he was to marry the girl on the neighboring plantation since they were babies. Yeah. So she sat there waiting for him to come rescue him. He never did. Okay. But another person came about, and her name was Giselle, and she was a runaway slave taken in by a European woman. A European woman, and she adopted one another because they were kind of alone in the world. Yeah. And they took Annie and Elsa, which Annie was my great grand. Wow. And after that, it goes on to tell the whole story. Um, there are two sequels to that, generational sequels. Okay. My next book, A Civil Right to Love, 
I get these characters in my head that buy for attention. Sure. And I just sit down and I write about them. Well, that's how Civil Rights Love came about. Sure. It's the 1940s. Okay. She's black, he's white. Okay. So, I'm very proud of it. Lots of book clubs that we've developed. So. Just by the sound of it, uh, your family story alone is already just so uh, fantastic uh, that I can only imagine how much inspiration that's been able to give you for so many other things to uh, write about. You know, with uh, this story saying, oh, well, what about uh, a story like this over here? And I mean, that, that just sounds like it would be uh, such a great source of inspiration. I picked up on the world's not white, the world's not black. None of my books will ever be just black people because they're, they have to be multicultural because of the environment. That's important to me. I also add in a lot of true history during Reconstruction era and the Depression. There were so many things that weren't, that, that are kind of swept under the rug. Well, I just took the whole rug out the room. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the three stories about your family are very much nonfiction, uh, with, with your creative spin on everything. Mm -hmm. And then you said uh, a civil right to love is very much fiction. Uh, well, they're all fiction. Oh, yes, they're all. Yeah, because okay. I gotta protect the guilty. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> but um, those books where I grew up in Compton. Gangs were a big deal. For some reason, that book for me, when I read and found out about my family history, it just gave me a sense of pride from the kind of people that I came from. Sure. You know, really strong, never gonna give up, not gonna go and sign up for some land and put their eggs. They went and laid away out of nowhere. And it inspired me and a lot. I'm the first of 35 grandkids. So oh, wow. It's <laughs> it inspired them where they was like, well, you know, I got a family that went through everything they went through. I don't need to be out here in these streets doing something that's going to waste my life. Yeah. And it inspired a lot of me to get out of the game. Do you have any books that are uh, getting ready to come out uh, sometime in the near future? Yes. This book is, a, I want a book in every time. Okay. This book is a government alien conspiracy. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Government alien conspiracy, kind of like um, Independence Day meets the hood. <laughs> nice. All right. All right. And that book, I'm close to 300 pages. I try not to stop writing until I get to 600 pages. Sure. But it'll probably have to be sequels. Sure. <laughs> it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Nice. And so um, have any of your uh, books that we've already talked about uh, gotten any kind of uh, awards or recognition? Uh, my first book, The Ruin the Gumbo. Okay. Well, one, one of the um, publishers that I was with, Whiskey Cook Press. Okay. It was actually an ebook publisher, but I didn't know anything about publishing. And even I got a contract with a company that's not very savory. And sure. all these people that I had met told me, Brian, do not sign that paper. But then Whiskey Cook Press, I researched it and everything. I found out they didn't have anything bad. The Better Business Girl was good. So I went with it. And 
When that book came out, I did what they told me to. I submitted it to lots of coffee time, romance, places like that. Sure. Well, I started getting all these congratulation emails one day. And by then I had a Yahoo group that was in 2005. They were really popular. And I'm like, okay, what do you congratulate me for? And they all told me, you won the Capital Award. And I'm like, thank you. What's a cap? <laughs> Which is an award where the reviewers pick one book a year mm -hmm. that they want to say is the best oh, book, okay. and the other reviewers will read it. And mine got picked for a cap, so that just really put a fire under me. And then I got a difficult award, which is New York Magazine. Yeah. I got that, and Romance Slam Down and a couple of others, so I was really proud of it. Yeah. You know? No, I, I definitely uh, see, I mean, first award out of the gate is one that's, you know, not coming from critics, not coming from some board, but from the reviewers that have read and uh, enjoyed your work. I mean, that, that's gotta be a, a very inspiring thing uh, right out of the gate. Yeah, because <laughs> at first nobody wanted to, um, it was like, okay, why isn't anybody reading this? But I was marketing it wrong. Sure. But I picked up real quick what to do. Nice. So uh, for our viewers out there that would be interested in uh, checking out your books, where can they find them? www.kim-robinson.com. Of course, they're on Amazon. And all the bookstores, Barnes & Noble, Sporters, all those. And uh, you can always contact me. And get an autograph because when the movie comes out, you're gonna want it. Oh yeah! <laughs> so if you are interested in checking out uh, her stories uh, that sound wonderfully fantastic, <laughs> uh, links will be down in the description below. So be sure to go check them out, share them with your friends, and until next time, this is Brad Vandowski saying, "See you."